It's 4.30 on Wednesday afternoon, October 7th, and you're tuned to 91.9 FM, WITT, the home of unpredictable music and the Indies Trusted Servant Show. And since it's 4.30 on Wednesday, you're tuned to the Indies Trusted Servant Show with yours truly, Danny O'Malia, Indies Trusted Servant. What is Indies Trusted Servant? Well, I do customer service training and keynote speaking about customer service and consulting. Also, overriding the customer service is all kinds of stuff about organizational culture, which I learned all about from watching my dad, the late Joel O'Malley, at three different grocery companies, mostly O'Malley Food Markets, uh, from the time I was about nine years old. So it's ingrained in me. If you want to learn more about that, uh, give me a call at 317-413-9062. What's the Indies Trusted Servant Show? I like to describe it as lively, local, small biz and community talk where you can feel the pulse of Indy. My guest today, I'm excited about this, is our new principal at Cathedral High School. Cathedral High School is one of our underwriters, Julie Barthel. And Julie is actually beginning her second stint at Cathedral High School. And I've already congratulated her on being named principal, but I'll do so on the air again. Julie, welcome to the Indies Trusted Servant Show. Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here, and it's an honor to talk about Cathedral High School. Well, that's I agree. So tell us about Julie Barthel, uh, background, and how you came to be the principal at Cathedral High School as quick as you can so we don't waste too much time. But everybody likes to get to know the person before they know the, the business, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I started in the Catholic schools. I was assistant principal at St. Simon Elementary School. Are you and from Indianapolis? I am from Kalamazoo, Michigan, originally. Okay. So, yep, now, yep. Where, where'd you go to undergrad? I went to undergrad at the University of North Carolina. I played volleyball there on a scholarship. And ah, so then beautiful came place. back to Indianapolis after that. So Okay. Yeah. So then I was at St. Simon as a teacher and then administrator. Then I came over to Cathedral as director of professional development, then became vice principal. I was there 14 years. And what years were those? Those Approximately. were um, right around 2000 to 2015. Okay. Yeah. And then I left to go to North Central High School. I thought I would. I needed a different perspective, go to a public school, very diverse, very high performing. Kind of sound like Rick Strife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just following him. Yep. But I came back. So I was vice principal at North Central for five years, had a great experience there, and then was very lucky last January to be named the new principal of Cathedral High School. So I've been back since then and uh, very honored and proud to be the principal of Cathedral. And you came, and welcome back, and you came at a point where things were about to change right <laughs> yeah i thought dave warland he was our former principal for 18 years he was gonna go down to our advancement office and help us make some money i thought he was getting out because of construction and then he got out right before covid so <laughs> i tease him all the time that he got out in the nick of time he did he did we've been we've been very fortunate with our presidents and principals at cathedral uh, over, over the past, uh, well, many, many years. So I, I think the first thing we might want to talk about is the whole COVID thing. Um, you came on board in January, and of course, in by early March, things were going a little bit nuts. And uh, I know you reported to the board last Monday uh, about some of the COVID-related things, but how does a school like Cathedral get itself ready to go live with school exactly when we you know when school probably would have started anyway right Absolutely. how did we get that done and and how did how did it working with the state and the county and all that tell okay. us a little bit about that well when we left on march 12th we made a promise to our parents that we would be the safest school in indiana and i think we've held up that promise so this summer we had three safety 
three task force, a safety task force, an academic task force, and a financial task force. And we worked with any local schools that we could. We worked with national organizations and many health professionals, and they gave us advice. And anything they asked us to do as far as keeping our kids safe, we are doing. So we are wearing masks every day at school, right. all day, every day. We are walking one way in the hallways. We are and just, the kids laugh about they that. They do laugh about that. <laughs> We've got to be out and make sure they know which way to go and the teachers which way to go. Um, we are eating in our classrooms because we're trying to keep kids in their little pods of their classes, and we're not breaking that. So the, the cafeteria would be another way to be exposed to lots of other kids. So we're eating in classrooms every day. We have a staggered dismissal at the end of the day. Um, we don't have our flex period, which is really a great thing. The kids used to be able to have about 25 minutes to take care of whatever they needed with going to see the counselor, going to see their trainer, and we had to take that away. Again, that was just too much so how do the kids go to see the counselor or the trainer then? They have to have a pass now, so they would go from their resource, and we're logging everything. Anytime a kid leaves any room in our building, we log <laughs> in and out. So, yeah, we, we've done a lot. And I think the biggest thing, when you talked about the county, we had to get a waiver to come back face-to-face. Right, right now, as far as I know, in Marion County, there's two high schools, over 400 students that are allowed to be face-to-face. What's the other and one? we're one of Heritage Christian. Okay. okay. And so you had to turn in a waiver with your safety plan. And at one point, our safety plan had over 70 pages. I'm not kidding when I said everything we could read or get our hands on, we, we tried to really educate ourselves. So we were approved at 2.30 in the afternoon by Dr. Virginia Kane the day before school started. <laughs> wow, I didn't know it was that close. Oh, yeah. And she needed, <laughs> though, there were some changes she wanted seen done. So that was 2.30. We stayed until 10.30 that night and made sure we could do the changes that she wanted. Again, just another level of safety. So um, now we're face-to-face, and we were approved to do that. And I am absolutely so proud of our students and our teachers. They just took it in stride. Anything we've asked them to do, they've done it. One of the things that occurred to me early on, and maybe it, you could talk about something as simple as driving up to a drive-thru, and here's this this plexiglass shield, you know, at the window. Yeah. And I'm going, uh, thinking about the grocery stores and everything that we used to run. My God, the additional expense of doing this. And if, as you talked to uh, Monday, last Monday at the board meeting, I thought, let's see, uh, 1,047 students, uh, just a hand sanitizer. Yeah. And the students Masks. were supposed to use it. Yeah. Every, every, you know, every time they walk it, it <laughs> 10 times a day yep that expense is unbelievable and yeah. for not for profits that's a real that's a real tough for restaurants that can only open 25 percent that's that's how do you make any money yeah there was definitely a financial <laughs> impact and like i said that was one of our task force so we started with our safety task force then whatever we decided went through our academic task force how can we get this done and we're very lucky too and i think heritage christian might be the same we have a large campus and we have a lot of spaces that we can use yes we do so we're, we have classes meeting in gymnasiums we have classes medium in our theater meeting in our theater we have classes outside we purchase picnic tables so i saw all the picnic tables yeah that yeah, was one of the reasons yeah. that i think we were allowed to meet face to face that we're lucky we have a beautiful campus we've even used brunette park for some of our activities so and we used it for our graduation graduation too. that was so absolutely unbelievable it yeah. isn't isn't it amazing the timing sometimes on some of this stuff yep. if we hadn't had brunette park we might not have gotten to have a even though it was in july 
still, I guess it went off without a hitch. It and we was got beautiful. blessed. The weather was nice we and, and everything. And several parents have said they think we should switch to that. It was such well, a beautiful place that so we might do that. But For the uninitiated, Brunette Park is our baseball field and softball field and I think soon to be our soccer field eventually. Yep, that's yep. our goal, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it, was, uh, it was bought by a cathedral alumnus, Dan Brunette, uh, uh, and so right gracious. when we right when we were looking for a home baseball field, so yeah. sometimes sometimes God God watches over those who are trying to do a good job. Absolutely. I think. But well, back to your question, though, there definitely was a financial impact on the oh school. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So with with the hand sanitizers, with masks, we got masks for students, we got masks for our teachers, and face shields, and plexiglass for our secretaries and administrative yeah. assistants. We we promised again that safety was for our student or our faculty just as much as, as, our, much students. as our students. And we were very lucky. We got some federal aid and some state aid to help right. cover some of those costs. So our our financial task force did a great job of helping getting some of that co- cost covered for our school. And we probably don't have time to get into it because we got other topics that you want to talk about but it also impacts fundraising yeah you can't do live events i hope we'll be able to have our shamrockion you know in late february obviously our october 1st event well we're going to do it somewhat live and we'll hope that the the people that don't want to come live will watch do the zoom thing absolutely yeah our circle of excellence dinner on october 1st we've got three levels and again people have different health situations so we want to make sure everybody feels comfortable so you can come face to face and be kind of secluded you can come face to face and sit at a table with others or you can watch it virtually so yeah our advancement office everybody's had to pivot we've all had to look at things yep. and be creative and some of the things i think have been good changes they, they might be changes that we keep for the future because it kind of forced us to do some innovative thinking and some of them might be better than the ways that we've had in the past might be well that leads us right into our first underwriter break we want to also thank the host for the studio and tell you about next week's show our first underwriter is cathedral high school and uh, this is another event that's gone viral if you have a student in fifth through eighth grade mark your calendar for cathedral high school's virtual open house our first virtual open house and i kind of hope it'll be our last virtual open house Thursday, November 12th from 6 to 8.30. Enjoy the sights and sounds of our sprawling, beautiful 40-acre campus as you experience Cathedral virtually. The event will include question and answer panels, performances from some really talented OG musicians, singers, and whatever else, testimonials, and giveaways. Greatness is calling, so register today at gocathedral.com slash openhouse. As I've said since 1958, Go Irish. Our second uh, underwriter is our good friend Ryan Henry and Open in Indiana. And by the way, you can access prior uh, uh, Indies Trusted Servant shows by going to Open in Indiana. Uh, So check out Open in Indiana, your destination for finding the people, places, and events that make Indiana a great place to live, work, and visit. If you own a business in Indiana, list your business and events with Open in Indiana at www.openinindiana.com. To get started, uh, follow Open in Indiana on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And thanks again, Ryan Henry. Next week's show will feature uh, Jeff Slain, S-L-A-I-N, and he has a business, a promotional business called Fully Promoted, but that's not what he's going to talk about. He's going to talk about a great networking event that he sponsors called the Business Spotlight. It's a monthly event. It's held at, um, uh, doggone it, the District Tap uh, uh, in Clearwater. Um, and finally, we want to thank the uh, 
hosts for the show, um, My Pet Carnivore, a pet food distribution warehouse on Shelby Street and Fountain Square, where Paul and Suzanne and their very busy staff uh, distribute healthy frozen dog and cat food to dog and cat food owners only, not stores, in 48 states. So now, back to Julie Barthel and Cathedral High School. We've been talking about the COVID thing um, and um, the, the back-to-school implementation. Talk about the um, various aspects of our enrollment and how COVID has played a part in that. Maybe good and bad, I don't know. But uh, getting, getting all the kids back to school, but if, have we had an influx or, or, or a exodus of students due to COVID. Yeah, well, we're very thankful and grateful. We've had an influx. We have the largest freshman class that we've had in several years. Right. We had the largest transfer class that we've had in several years. That might be COVID related. That might be COVID related. Somewhat. That second one. Absolutely. Yep. Some of the people came from districts that are all virtual and there's lots of research that shows kids should be in school. And again, you've got to do that safely. And that's what we feel we've done. So we've been very fortunate. Our admissions team has worked very hard. Even going back to summer school, we were virtual for the first time ever in cathedral's history as um for summer school 85 percent of kids that come to summer school are freshmen and we know freshmen come to summer school to do two things to get to meet other to kids, meet other kids <laughs> yeah. and to get to know their way around campus right. and so we tried to solve those things we had our peer mentors come in in the summer we had virtual breakout rooms we had a virtual tour of the campus led by our running back jake langdon and he was unbelievable so we tried to achieve those goals that we know our freshman parents had and we heard nothing but great things about summer Summer school so that's where our that's innovative great. thinking started then coming back to school again with the largest freshman class we've had in a long time um, our, our, I talked about this a little bit at the board meeting. Our fall play, I can't find another high school. We've tried to see if anybody else is having a fall play. We are. We have a new theater director, Maria Souza, and she's knocked it out of the park. We're having a Greek mythology play outside. So our sets by director, Mr. Michael Moffat, they're building our sets outside. Oh. Masks are a part of the costumes, and the audience will actually move through the, the, the different sets. And so I just, I'm so proud. Again, that could have been something that we just said, you know what, during COVID, we can't do it but we have a lot of kids that theater is their passion and so we're not going to do that we're going to have that fall play in a really innovative way so i, I always loved it i always love to talk about um the, the theater program at cathedral um maybe not as much as i talk about the football or basketball <laughs> teams but but a lot yeah and we've had a great one and i always like to share this story with people might have been before you ever got to cathedral we did a play called I Never Saw Another Butterfly. Do you know anything about this? I was not there for that, no. Well, it was about the Holocaust. And um, after it was performed a couple of times, we got a call from the Jewish uh, Academy. Yeah. And, and they said, would you guys be willing to put that play on if we'll bring our whole student body over? Oh, my And gosh. they did. Oh, my gosh. And I was so proud of that. That is awesome. And our, our theater program has been a big force um, so if your kid is interested in theater um, and the arts in general, uh, Cathedral is a great place to go. Um, so t talk about the one thing that uh, came up, and you explained it pretty well at the board meeting. When I first heard about this Mission Monday thing, of course, my uh, my daughter has two kids at Cathedral now. <laughs> and uh, 
that's an extra day at home for those kids <laughs> after all all the days at home since the beginning of yeah. March for all kids. Talk about the Mission Monday thing and what that is and how that's working out. Okay. Mission Monday, we actually had our third one today. And Mission Monday came about for three reasons. First of all, we offered the opportunity for our parents to go virtual if they chose to this year. Again, we have families that have underlying health conditions and yeah. it may just not have been best for them to come back face to face, even though we do feel we're the safest. So we have about 150 kids that chose to go virtual. We've also had kids throughout the year so far who have been exposed to COVID by a family member, by somebody else. My so granddaughter they, included. Yes, I just heard yeah. that today. Yeah. So we have kids that have to quarantine for 14 days. Our unbelievable technology department, we have cameras in every classroom. We have Zoom. We have an upgraded Zoom subscription. So our teachers are teaching face-to-face -face and virtual in every classroom. So that's a lot to, at the beginning of every class to make sure the kids come in safely, the desks are clean, you gave them hand sanitizer, and now you've got to make sure and engage the kids that are in class and the kids that are online because we know that's just as important. So that was one thing. It's it's quite a bit we're asking our teachers to do right now. I also and they've make, already done quite they've a bit. They've already done quite a bit. All summer they prepared to come back. So they're teaching virtual, they're teaching face to face simultaneously. They're eating in their classrooms because that's what's safest for the kids. So that we're asking them for a lot probably the hardest starting of school that any of our teachers have ever been a part of and they have they haven't skipped a beat. But I know that pace they just couldn't keep it up. So that was one of the reasons for Mission Monday. So you're so in a in a it's a it's a way of not having to do two 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 separate exactly. classes On Monday, five days a everybody's week. Everybody's virtual. Yeah. So this so. is more for the teachers than for the kids. Yep. I think so, because again, we can't have school without those teachers, so they need to be healthy and safe as well. Absolutely. Number two, we have a very holistic mission at Cathedral. We want, a kid, we want to reach kids spiritually, academically, socially, emotionally, and there's a lot of things we can't do because of trying to keep kids in their cl six classes. We can't do virtually. We can't have some of our clubs and activities. We can't eat lunch with friends. We can't celebrate mass together as a whole school. We can celebrate it in grade levels, or last week we had an amazing mass outside. I saw a picture of the kids on the football field unbelievable very cool yeah. so there are some things that we can achieve our mission easier if we are virtual so that was a number two reason we, a pace for our teachers achieving our mission and then number three there's scientific research that the virus can last 72 hours on surfaces so that's why we chose monday was to have three three days, days to clean up row. yeah now you're coming back to a clean safe campus every tuesday and so this has been our third one we've heard great reviews and again yep i know there are some kids that are home with parents again but it, it's been really good i think so it'll help us stay open i think and stay face to face because we have mission mondays yeah we have yeah and that's the thing it's just like with my granddaughter she's going nuts not be, she said i never thought i'd complain about not exactly. going to school but she's going nuts i think she gets to come back wednesday i hope and that's why our kids are doing what we ask they want to be together they know most of their friends in marion county are not in school face to face they're virtual and they hear so about they that appreciate what we're doing they know that it is inconvenient to eat in your classrooms and to not get to be with your friends but they want to stay on campus, so our kids are doing what we ask. They've done a great job. That's that's just great. Okay, we're going to take one more underwriter break and thank our hosts for the studios and talk about next week's show. Uh, let's do the uh, thanking the uh, host for the studio thing first. That is My Pet Carnivore on Shelby Street in Fountain Square. It's a pet food warehouse on Shelby Street uh, where Paul and Suzanne and their very busy staff uh, distribute healthy frozen pet food, mostly dog and cat food, to dog and cat food and pet pet owners in 48 
states. And I'm telling you, these people are busy. The forklifts are buzzing around, and the trucks are pulling in and out, and they sell a lot of stuff. So this stuff might, must really be good. That's my pet carnivore. We want to uh, talk about next week's show. It'll be Jeff Slane of a wonderful networking event that happens monthly at the District Tap on a Friday afternoon, and it's called the Business Spotlight. And then we want to thank our underwriters. And the first one with Julie Barthel here is Cathedral High School. If you have a student in 5th through 8th grade, mark your calendar for Cathedral High School's first virtual open house Thursday, November 12th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Enjoy the sights and sounds of our sprawling 40-acre campus, which Julie has just uh, credited with being part of the reason we can have school at Cathedral. Um, as you experience Cathedral virtually, the event will include question and answer panels, performances from some really talented artists and, and, and musicians and so forth, testimonials and giveaways. Greatness is calling. So register today at gocathedral.com slash open house. As I've said since 1958, go Irish. And our second uh, uh, underwriter is Ryan Henry and Open in Indiana. And by the way, you can go to Open in Indiana and listen to prior Indies Trusted Servant shows all the way back through October. Check out Open in Indiana, your destination for finding the people, places, and events that make Indiana a great place to live, work, and visit. If you own a business in Indiana, list your business and events with www.openinindiana.com www.openinindiana.com to get started. Follow Open in Indiana on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Now back to Julie Barthel for our final segment on Cathedral High School in general. We've really talked an awful lot about um, COVID, and I meant I noticed in your bullet points you said open house fall and spring. We talked about the virtual open house coming up. Obviously, it's being touted every week on the show. What are you talking about in the spring? We hope in April that we have a face-to-face -face open house and we, we can bring people back on campus because that's that's what we want. We know when you drive up that hill, it sells itself. It does sell itself, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's our plan right now. You know, we don't really know what the future holds, but we're definitely planning a face-to-face -face open house in April and hope to bring everybody up the hill. So when you, who are we inviting to this open house? That's usually 7th and 8th graders. And so that's what okay. we really, the target yes. audience now has gone down to 7th grade. I think that's what our admissions office has found. That's when families really do make the decision and kind of finalize that. So Is this a new event? Yes, it will be, it a, will new be a new event. Yeah, it will be a new event. We've never had a spring open house. So it's going to be a little more specific than the fall open house. Yep, yep, absolutely. Okay. And we okay. hope, you know, again, that's a nice time of year. We can go out in the football field. There'll be spring teams out practicing. Use a golf cart maybe. Give some people tours outside and not, you know, in the in the fall. Sometimes it's pretty cold. We have to stay inside. That November, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so that's what, again, one of those things they hope to, to add two open houses now, a fall and a spring. The fall, if you are in eighth grade and you've already decided, it's kind of to finalize that would be your first chance to okay here's where i might be in class next year yeah open house in the spring for seventh graders all right this is a school where i want to go and back to your point with our theater and our music program we and again of course football and basketball that's what i tell families when they have more than one kid that's the great thing about cathedral we're so fortunate that we have top notch a top-notch band program and theater program and art. We have AP and IB art programs that are higher level than any other high school around. And we have our very strong academics and of course our very strong athletics. So if your kids have different gifts and abilities and passions, we've got something for them. We 
and you know we're very proud of all that. Now that that reminds me, uh, talk about the uh, the STEM addition to the school. Oh. This is a huge deal. Yeah, just had the blessing of our beams last week for our new innovation center that's going to be um, opening up next fall with our new uh, very innovative classrooms, our new cafeteria, our new spirit shop. We're just we're so proud to be a part of that, and um, we've got our new STEM director, Dr. Argy Brooks. We're going to be a STEM certified high school, so that's really what we're looking for at Cathedral High School: is more authentic opportunities for kids. We want to bring in engineers and biologists and chemists and have them work with our students because this is my big goal. I, I figured this might be one of your questions. My goal as a principal of Cathedral High School is for our, for our students to use their gifts and talents to solve problems. We want to solve problems for our city and our world, and we've got kids that are smart enough to do that and so our new innovation center is going to give us some great classrooms that we're going to be able to do that for the uninitiated explain the, the stem what that acronym means yeah stem is science technology engineering and math and that's awesome because we need that interdisciplinary instruction you know in real life you don't have math separately from speaking and communications it's all interrelated what you're doing here on this radio show you're speaking listening you're using technology so we need more authentic that's what i mean opportunities we have a broadcasting class at our sh at our school right now that's that's been taught by an award emmy winning um, teacher she works for um, one of our uh, local stations and she comes in and helps our kids with podcasts with filming um, our games and activities and so I want our kids to have more opportunities like that I think it helps them when they go to college in two ways they get lit on fire and they say yep this is what I want to do or they say you know what I don't think this is the path I want but I want our kids to have more of those opportunities so when they don't when they get to college they don't have to change their major three or four times like you know some of us may have had to do right that, that's right <laughs> well the stem thing actually I've had the uh, the uh, former director of Lawrence Township's stem school who is a cathedral graduate, Frank Schwarzkopf, on the show to talk about STEM kind of when it was kind of newer. Gotcha. And, um, and one of the things that a, that a pri private school like Cathedral sometimes suffers from um, not having the most up-to-date science labs and so forth this is going to solve that for this us. will absolutely solve that and even right now we have an engineering program we have a great partnership with crossroads education and they're bringing in business connections so somebody comes in with their business they're teaching our kids engineering not through a textbook but through what they're doing in their company they're going to go out and take water samples they're going to go out and, and help our community while they're learning about engineering and right. so now right now with our innovation center being built they can see engineering you know every day looking right outside our campus so yeah very excited about the stem program what that's going to lead to for cathedral high school before we get to the end talk about the the uh the diversity of cathedral a little bit we've got uh, we got a thousand and forty six or forty seven students from how many different schools do you know eighty five different schools eighty five different uh, grade schools yep junior highs um, and how many of those are public schools do you know I do not know that percentage but I know that I mean our we have thirty one percent that are non white at Cathedral right now and we're very proud of that racial diversity as well and because that that's one of our Holy Cross core values is inclusivity and diversity and so back to the eighty five schools we do a great job I think with our freshmen we have an amazing program called Peer Mentors which is our seniors that that help those freshmen transition to Cathedral and mm -hmm. I think your granddaughter is one of those that's huge because when you have eighty five schools coming they had what whatever culture 
traditions, expectations at those schools, we've got to help those freshmen transition to our expectations. And so our peer mentoring program is a is a huge piece of that. We also have a freshman resource for those kids where their peer mentors come and meet with them every day, help them get organized, help them get around campus, find out about clubs and activities. And that's huge because when you do have kids coming from that many schools, you've got to help them really understand what it means to be a Cathedral Irish. Which leads me to this question. What percentage of the 1,046 kids are involved in something, some extracurricular at Cathedral? I think I heard 95%. Yeah. Yeah. I yep. think 90% are in athletics, so that's unbelievable. And what a what a huge compliment to Rick Strife, our athletic director, that that many kids. And we've got some very competitive sports, and we've got some non-sports uh, that don't cut. And so we've got all levels. That yeah. 90% of a school are involved in your athletic program. And then, again, we've already talked about theater, band, clubs, and activities. Like, we've got something for everybody. Pre-COVID, I, I, as you probably know, I still go to cathedral football games. A lot of guys my age do. And uh, if you add the football players and the band and the cheerleaders, you got 25% of your students right there, not to mention the kids that are in the stands pre-COVID, right? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. You got about another 30 seconds. What else you want to say about Cathedral? I'm just very proud of Cathedral, especially during COVID, that we are face-to-face right now. We're still trying to, you know, complete our holistic mission and educate kids academically socially emotionally proud of our teachers proud of our alumni that give back all the time like yourself and very proud to be the principal of cathedral high school it's a special place well we're glad to have you and thanks for coming on the indies trusted servant show next week jeff slain of business spotlight networking if you're looking to network this is one that has gone live once a month so we'll learn more about that thanks for listening to the indies trusted servant show on 91.9 fm